On today's episode of the Korea Pact podcast, I talk about how the last three years have drastically impacted university attendance rates, plus some alarming numbers backing it, some of the false realities people attach on the idea of college, the framework to answering whether or not college is good, bad, and if it's for you, and all the way at the end of the pod, I share some of the changes I'd make to the current college education system. If you've been enjoying the recent podcast, feel free to um, check out all of our socials below at, at the Korea Pax podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening and let's get into today's episode. Yo, yo, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode number 25 of the Korea Pax podcast. I'm your host, Neil Patel, and this is a podcast where I combine creativity and impact in hopes to give more than I can get. And for those of you who are new, welcome. I'm doing something pretty cool. A podcast every single day for the next 365 days. It has been a grind. It has been a journey. And I'm super appreciative for it. And I'm excited to keep this ball rolling, baby. So today's episode is one that I've been planning on making for some time. It's one that I probably put a, a good like two to three hours of research and note taking and um ideas into because I wanted to make sure this one was perfect. So I don't know if it will be, but I tried to put all of my thoughts, my feelings, and everything into it. So I know when this episode comes out, it'll come out in a couple of days. A um, couple of my buddies who do listen to this podcast regularly, I know I'm very passionate about this subject. So I'm excited to talk about it. Let's get into it. Is the college experience still worth the cost in 2023? And man, this is coming from someone who did college for a couple of years and I left to go work in sales. So yeah, I have some pretty strong opinions on this. And before I even get into any anything about the pod, big disclaimer, I, I am by no means throwing any hatred or any uh, disdain on the idea of college. I think it is great for the right people and people who actually are meant to go. But coming from someone who just, you know, had a little bit of a different experience, these are just my takes. So a little bit of background. Over the past three to four years, ever since COVID hit, I feel like there's been this big trend going on uh, behind not that many people, you know, going to college, taking a little bit of a um, deeper look on whether or not college is for them. And again, for some, it's worth it. And for others, it isn't. So I'll dive into that today. I'll explore um, a lot of it. Actually, this will probably be one of my longer podcasts uh, due to the amount of information that I have to cover. So I want to get I want to start off with a couple of facts. Um, I was reading the CNBC article on uh, college and the rates of undergraduate students that are going to college. So here are a good amount of facts in regards to college. So more than two years um, into the pandemic, nearly and again, this was according to the CNBC article, which I'll link down below um, if you guys want to check it out. More than two years into the pandemic, 73% of high schoolers think a direct path to a career is essential in post-secondary education, according to a survey that you know of high school students. The next one, the likelihood of attending a four-year college or university sank from 71% to 51% in the past two years. And when I say past two years, I'm, I'm referring to 
2021-2022. So not this year included, but so I guess the 2019-2020, 2020-21, and 21-22. So those three years, I guess. Um, Because, yeah, this school year for 22-23 is still going on. So I pulled some data from there. Again, for the 21-22 year, the average tuition and fees rose by 1.3% to $3,800 for students who go to two-year schools, 1.6% for in-state students at four-year public colleges, and which was reaching $10,740. And by the, um, I don't know if this is an average for um, all four years or yearly. My gut is telling me yearly, so I'm just going to rock with that. And 2.1%. Uh, was increased for students at four-year private institutions to an average of $38,070 per year. So four-year private, $38,070. For four-year public universities, it's $10,740 a year. And for um, two-year community colleges, things like that, it's $3,800 a year. Now, me, I went to school for two years, um, well, two and a half kind of, but that last year I didn't really do anything, so it was kind of just like a waste of money. I racked on a close to a fifty to sixty thousand dollars of debt um, for going to school. So, a couple of other facts: some colleges are hiking tuition rates as much as five percent. And again, I'm quoting this article due to inflation and other pressures. Um, and all of these facts you you can read in that um, article that I'll list down below for you guys. Um, Here's an even more jarring one. Undergraduate enrollment um, had gone down 3.1% from 2020 to 21. And this was according to a report by the National Student Clearinghouse Research Center based on data that they had pulled from colleges. And enrollment now is down is now down 6.6% compared to two years ago. So from 1920 to 21-22, uh, the school years, Enrollment has been down, the undergraduate enrollment is down 6.6%, a loss of nearly a million students. And an additional 17% of current students said they will not go back to college next year. And 19% are unsure about their plans, which was, again, according to a separate survey by Intelligent.com, which pulled 1,200, well, 1,250 undergraduates in April. This was just some of the basic research that I had founded. I saw a lot of New York Times articles, but they kept asking me to give them my email and I, you know, I I didn't really want to do that, but but yeah, this was just some basic facts. So those are some of the basic percentages that I had found um about ever since COVID started to the 21-22 year, 6.6% was the decrease in the amount of students who um attended university which is close to a million students which is a lot of people my experience like i said i was there for two years i had my fun i did okay in classes i was the basic average student i probably had like a b average all throughout high school i was maybe a b plus a little bit above average but same thing in college like my first year i did great second year not so well and then that last semester before i ultimately decided to leave well i I pretty much like failed every class because i didn't really care about it And I started to ask myself, you know, what problem am I solving? My idea of wanting to leave was when I started asking that question was, hey, like, what problem am I trying to solve? I want to help people. That was my first answer that I thought of. And I just kept 
asking that same question was what problem am I solving? And what I wanted to do was um, some sort of sales because I was good at talking to people. That's all I've ever really knew is interact with another human being. And I was like, hey, why not try sales out? So I guess my answer, the answer to the question of what problem was I solving was I was selling solutions to businesses that helped them perform better and helped them out, found, found them a solution that they needed in that point in time. So I'll get a little bit deeper into how I ultimately made that decision, but that was just the question that I was always asking myself was, you know, what problem am I solving? Is this really worth it? Why am I here? All of that. And the next segment I want to get into is some of the typical realities that people have because college is just something that's expected for every single kid um, when they're in high school to attend. You know, it's very rare that you see a kid um, in high school know right away that they're not going to go to college, right? Unless it's some crazy opportunity that they have there. I don't know, whatever it is, but 99.9% of kids and their parents just know that they're expected to go to college because that's what's expected. And they don't really think about the decision that they just made. They just do it. They just go right without any intent on reviewing the decision that they had just made. A majority of people who go to college, they want to pursue a career that helps them generate income at like a level that they can live comfortably and do something where they're quote unquote happy doing it for a long time. That is the intention that a lot of people go into college with. Hey, I'm going to major in something that I like. And after I finish my degree, I'm either going to pursue higher education or just go straight into the workforce doing the thing that I like. That is, I feel like, the typical narrative for most individuals who decide to go to college. And with that being said, what I feel is that most people, if they want to live a comfortable life, right, I think it's clear to say that they have to focus on income generating skills. So if people who go to college think that their philosophy degree, sociology degree, psychology degree, or even a economics degree to an extent is going to make them enough money to live that comfortable life that they want. If they think that, I just, I just don't think that it's fair to say or even true because by all means, if your goal is not on the money, like if you, if your goal is to not make good money or like, you know, median income, if your goal is not that, and it's specifically on pursuing psychology, philosophy, sociology, no hate to those um, who do major in that. But if that is your thing, and if that's what you want to do, then by all means, go get a degree in it. But how I think is that a majority of individuals who do, again, go to college, their intent is to major in something that they know can make them enough money to live a comfortable life. And that's what's important. And for those who do want or do wonder whether or not to go to college, there's like a couple of questions and sort of like a framework that you want to assess before you make that decision. And these these are all things that I learned, you know, after making that decision to leave, which is why I wanted to talk about this because I'm sure there's people who ask the question whether or not it's worth it or not. And that's what I want to assess. So 
the first thing that I wrote down um, after I did a little bit of research on it was if you don't want to go to school or excuse me, if you don't want to go to college, do something that's equally or more difficult. And if you can't find that thing that's equally or more difficult, then just go to college because doing nothing is not an option. So if you are an individual who is contemplating whether or not they should go to college and can justify doing something that's just as hard as college or even more difficult than college, then pursue that and go all in on it. But if your answer is, I don't know, then that's okay because you can just go to college and it'll help you get some sort of direction on what you like and where you want to go. <laughs> There's a next question that's kind of lazy, or not lazy, it's kind of funny. Um, is is this not right for me or am I just useless and lazy? <laughs> because that's a question that you do have to answer to yourself because it helps keep yourself in check against that temptation. Because it's very easy to be like, oh man, no, like F it, I don't want to go to college, I don't want to do anything worthwhile, like I just don't think it's for me. Well, if you don't really assess what you're going to do beside, dang, that is a loud car interrupting my podcast. But anyway, if you don't have something that is as equally as difficult as college that will keep you on a schedule, that will keep you you know, on a consistent routine where you're pro- growing, progressing, learning new things, right? Then it's okay to say that you can just go to college because do you have a better plan? If you have a better plan and you know that you can execute on it, then by all means, go and do that. <clears throat> and the most important thing, in my opinion, is how irreversible is the decision and how much does this impact your long-term goal? That is a very important question to consider. Let me put it this way. Choosing Taco Bell versus Wendy's on what you want for lunch is a decision that you make that won't really matter in the long term, right? And it doesn't matter how irreversible it is because you can just go get it the next day. But the difference between spending four years of your time spending between, you know, twenty-five dollars to $100,000 going to school versus the opportunity cost of you not doing the thing you ultimately want to do and the amount of time and money it would cost you is a very, very big irreversible decision. And at the end of the day, people don't want to be the person that quote unquote did it wrong and they didn't do what they were supposed to do. And this is factored in from our parents, our friends, the society, everyone around us. The last thing that we want is to be called the person that didn't do it the right way or the kid or have that moment in time where your parents don't have an answer to their friends when the question is asked, like, hey, what does your kid do? Or where does he go to college? Or what is his career? And that fear of your parents not having that answer for them is a reason why most people just go into that idea of going to college because that's just the quote-unquote right thing to do. The right thing to do is make the, the, is make the best decision for yourself. And that idea of opportunity cost is really, really important. And I'll talk about it a little bit later with the one statement or the two statements that I made that I had to choose from. It was either this or this. And I chose one of those statements and I'll get into that a little bit later, but it's either you stay in a 
university for four years doing something just good enough where you can get by and get a job that you may or may not like that you don't really even know, um, you know, rack on, again, all that debt. Or you can do something as equally as difficult or more difficult. And whether it's many, there can be many alternatives. It could be like a trade school. You could go to the military. You can just get a regular job and save up money. You could pursue creative things um, such as, I don't know, starting like your own little knitting company on Instagram. It doesn't matter. You could do volunteer work. You could go to a tech boot camp to learn coding or tech skills and project management, whatever. There are so many alternatives that we can do to boost our skills, boost our growth, and put our time towards. But we really don't take those into consideration because going to college is just something that's so regularly expected. I want to get into a couple of the problems that I have with our current education system. There are a few they're not too many, but a few of them are, or the few that I'll talk about are the ones that I feel like are the most prominent. For me, by the way, I was a business major, right? So I just um, majored in management. It was some very simple, super easy, like in terms of the actual workload or whatever. Like I, I didn't really have that much of curiosity going into it. Some of the things that I learned were cool. A majority of it was like, okay, whatever. Like I didn't really know how to apply it essentially. So here's the first one, the cost. The cost was outrageous. For someone like me who didn't get scholarships, right? I didn't get that many scholarships. I had to take on some debt. And I'm not saying the debt that I took on was that much debt, like 50, 60,000. Like I know I would be able to pay off, like I'll, I'll be able to pay it off comfortably, um, which I'm not really worried about, but that is a lot, a lot of money, right? That is money that I could have saved and that money is money that I could, put towards you know a house or just savings or invest it whatever it is and the idea that these institutions on a yearly basis are increasing the cost of education every year at rates that are higher than inflation so they can support the university itself and their quote-unquote other pressures or other incentives whatever it is right no hate to the university they could do what they want but I just think it's crazy, and sometimes I don't know if it's worth paying that amount of money to pursue an education. There is a certain dollar amount that is tolerable, but once it gets over, I feel like the fifty, sixty thousand, even hundred thousand mark, it gets a little bit out of hand, and you have to really start to take into consideration of you know what your life will look like five years from now, from the day you graduate with all that debt that you have to pay back. That was the first one, was the cost. The second one, um, the one that annoyed me a little bit more, was these classes are taught by horrible professors, in my opinion. Now, I'm not saying that all professors are bad because I feel like there are some good professors that are updated with, you know, technology nowadays. They have different ways of teaching that cater to different individuals and their learning styles, but... A majority of these institutions and these universities, um, the professors, I feel like they have very little insight on what they're actually teaching. And they honestly have no business teaching what like what they are because they're just following like 
like this playbook and it's like a script almost and it's like they're just throwing up information on a board and students are required to memorize it so at least at least that is my take for what professors do nowadays and i have hope that it will get better as you know <laughs> chat gpt comes into play right i think i i can make an entire podcast on just that but ai coming into play is something that has very very big repercussions in my opinion on the education system and how it will either adapt or how it will either cause students to just like not learn and just rely on that to get through so it's a again two ends of the sword but i feel like there's so much more that professors can do but they're just not going to do it because one they don't get paid that much right unless they've been with the university for 30 40 50 years whatever whatever it is then you'll get like a nice little chunk of change but for a majority of professors that's not the case so they're just gonna teach what's expected to be put out to the students and they don't have to do more because they know that they're not getting compensated that well for their time um and i want to emphasize i'm not saying this is um all universities i'm sure there's some universities that do have great professors and do implement great tactics into what they teach and how they do it but from my experience that's just what i felt like was the case now of course there's a opposite side to the problems there are some benefits and two of the biggest benefits that i feel like college can give you and it gave me was um the first one was that your your ability to you know make friends and build cool connections um which i appreciate it because you know some of my closest friends i met in college so i'm super appreciative and grateful for that but i do think i would have been able to do that regardless you know the older i got if i wanted to go out socialize make friends and party with friends my age i'm able to do that even now i could go to a bar down the street from me in my house that i live in right now and make friends just as quickly but that's for me it depends person to person but for me i feel like i'm able to do that so that's the first one it gives you the the ability to make cool connections have resources um and network with cool friends and build cool connections the second one is it gives you the identity of calling yourself a quote-unquote student so for those four years when you're in university or uh, seven years if you decide to do um you know grad school for that amount of time you have the leeway of calling yourself a student and people automatically know that you're a learner and that you're in school and life becomes that much harder talking to individuals when they ask you that question like hey what do you do with your time saying i'm a student going to college and majoring in this sounds a lot better than someone saying oh i did you know a year or two of college and now i pursue um i work at a sales job as a, for like my nine to five and i do podcasting well i guess i could leave that podcasting part out but let's just say i work i could i could say i work in sales and i did two years of college i think the first one sounds a lot better of having that identity as a student and it uh, it allows you to inhabit yourself as a learner within that box and it gives you a little bit more credibility and time to figure yourself out after you get out of college and then 
you could call yourself, you know, the project manager or the financial analyst or all those things because you've spent, you've had that time, that leeway to call yourself a student. Um, that one is a little bit different um, in terms of the benefits, but I think that that's a pretty cool benefit for me or to me. All right, now we'll get into the fun part. Neil, I, what changes would I make to the education system if I had the ability to? So this part will be fun. I don't, it's not drastic changes, but changes that I feel like would lead education in the right way. So here's what I would do. I would make college in a way where the majors are the departments of a business. And this framework I actually picked up on um, a cool Alex Hermosi video. Um, he actually talked about this and um, I kind of outlined this podcast, list, well, that specific part to this because a lot of the stuff he said, it kind of resonated with me and aligned with how I thought with where education and college should go. I, I did throw in a few of my own, I guess, um, areas of what, I, what I'd want to add in college. But yeah, the majors are the departments of a business, which is what makes most sense to me. Because when you graduate college, you're going to join a corporation. And that corporation has different departments of a business. And if you can be in a department of a business, you have some sort of value to that corporation and to the marketplace. And that is the reason why you will get hired because you can add, add value to that business or corporation. So the first aspect of it is um, any major in marketing, right? So you're creating the materials to market and how to distribute it, aka something like um, creating content or um, shooting commercials or copywriting because, you know, you have to put out writing for people to read and that's how they they get sold and social media. So creating any sort of content or material to market and distributing it and teaching uh, kids how to distribute it effectively. So that's the first one, marketing. The second one, obvious one, is sales. How to make others give you money for a service or a product. Super simple. Have classes that teach you specifically how to sell. Sales gets a bad rep, and I completely understand that. But without sales, there would be no businesses, and there would be no world, essentially. Number three, delivery. Any major in regards to a physical product or service delivery via customer success, customer service, customer um, – that's pretty much it. Customer success, customer service. Um, what were a couple other ones? Product, like delivery. Those are probably the two most common ones anything associated with delivering the physical product or service. The fourth one is any technical skills. So this could be majoring in an electrician, a plumber, a roofing, uh, carpentry, anything that is needed for essentially a business or um, per anything pertaining to, um, I don't know, like IT or telecom services, things like that. The fifth one would be a majors in engineering or computer science. Super prevalent, super self-explanatory. People can code services and websites and implement cool things for the end user experience. Without those people, you wouldn't have, you know, cool websites to linger on, buy products, all that shit. And the last one is some sort of support services. And this is where you get into like, you know, your finance, your accounting, your HR, your legal work, all of that. So if you are planning to major in those types of fields, um, marketing, sales, delivery, 
uh, technical engineering slash computer science and support services. Any major that falls beneath those six categories, I feel like your major would be worth it in the sense that it will actually give you the skills to land a job that is worthwhile once you leave college that helps you, you know, pay back that debt and make an enough amount where you can live comfortably by how you progress through the corporate ladder. And you should major in that because that's what companies want people to do and it's why you get hired. And I think as time goes on though, um, all of these things and majoring in these things is cool, but bigger and bigger companies nowadays have stopped requiring degrees for work. The company that I work for, um, they don't require a degree. They, I'm in sales. It's a little bit different, but they don't, they don't require a degree. They require, you know, someone has a cool personality, can uh, be ambitious, witty, talk with someone over the phone, hold a conversation and someone that can show courage in tough situations and not take, not take things personally. So, and someone with just like that tough, gritty attitude, all that stuff. And a lot more companies are looking for those types of people, not only in sales, but in any other aspect of the business, because that's what helps people grow and essentially also stay at that company because the company is looking for those types of people. Now, the last thing I wanted to get into was how I ultimately made the decision to leave school and pursue working in sales. There are two crossroads that you come upon. It's either choice A or choice B. And this is for anyone, again, deciding whether or not they want to pursue college and whether it's worth it. You have to simplify it down to one sentence. And this was a captivating thing that I learned um, when I was watching this video. And this was something that I did. I did um, simplify it down to just one sentence. And it made even more sense as I was watching this video and he was explaining this framework. And here's what mine was. I can stay in college for three more years. And it, it was three instead of two because... You know, I failed some classes, so I would have had to take, retake some of them to get all the credits back. Um, I'm going to start again. I can stay in college for three more years, take on another $40,000 of debt, have very limited slash minimal arsenal of skills that I can directly apply, and graduate by just coasting through being a regular 3.1 GPA student just to get the same job I know I can have right now. That was my first option was to just stay in college for a couple more years, take on more debt, um, have some very basic level, base level of skills for what I wanted to go into, which was sales and talking to people. And, you know, you need some experience with that. When you start out, you suck, of course. So I wanted to get into that. And I could graduate by just coasting through, being, again, average slash average student, just to get to the same job I know I can leave right now and land a sales role. That was my first option. My second option was... I can leave school, I can start working in sales, save a, a bunch of money because I'm not, I don't have rent or anything like that. I would live with my parents. I would get two to two and a half years of sales experience, which would help me ultimately land a better role in the future if I wanted to at a bigger company while working on getting over the fear of putting content out there and chasing the impact I want to have. 
So I'm going to repeat the two sentences one more time. The first one, I can stay in college for three more years, take on another 40K of debt, have very limited slash minimal arsenal of skills, and graduate by just coasting through being a regular 3.2 student just to get the same job I know I can have right now. The second one, I can leave school, start working in sales and save loads of money, build my skill set, get some quality experience while working on getting over the fear of putting content out there and chasing the impact I want to have. I'm sure you guys can tell which choice I decided to take. It was a second one. And that's ultimately how I got to the decision of wanting to leave school and pursuing what I'm doing now. And to be frank, it did take me a year and a half to really get over the the fact of putting content out there. It's still something that honestly that I am working through, but this is a start for me, uh, this podcast, putting my vulnerabilities out there and everything that I care about out there into the world. But I'm doing it. I have a great job and I'm super grateful for it. And I have the skills to get a job that can compensate me just as well or even better than if I had been in college right now. So the fact that I have, you know, over two years of experience under my belt, um, I can go get a great job at a great company and um, I have the ability and the freedom to put time into my craft, which I feel like is this podcast and I, and I will continue to do that. So yeah, that is my entire breakdown of whether or not the college experience is still worth it. It's still worth the cost in 2023. You have to simplify it down to one sentence. You have two options. And when you can look at it that way, I think it'll be very clear for you to make that ultimate decision. Um, I want to make very clear. I'm a, I'm, I'm a fan of people wanting to go to college. I think it is still a great resource in the sense that, you know, you have the time to figure out your life, try different things, but also you have the the time to call yourself that student, figure out your craft, and the second thing was, uh, where was it? Give me one second. Oh. You have the ability to make friends and you can party, have a good time, no holds barred. <laughs> and, you know, that's why I, I, I don't have many regrets, but I guess if I, I feel like for one, first of all, I'm grateful for where I am and I'm proud of the path that I have taken because it is one that requires courage it requires hard work and consistency. And I'm proud of that. However, if I had worked a little bit harder in high school and gotten a lot better of a GPA, and let's say I would have gotten a full ride to the college that I had gone to, I always ponder on how different my life would have looked and how different it would have turned out for the better or for the worse. I don't know. But but yeah, that is something I do ponder on regularly. But ladies and gentlemen, that is my entire breakdown on the idea of college and whether or not it's worth it. Um, the gentleman's agreement. This is my second favorite part of the podcast aside from the actual content for those of you who are new the gentleman's agreement is the following there's two sides to the agreement my side is i give you a podcast every single day i give you some sort of content that you can listen to you can ponder on you can either like you can dislike 
and just listen to. And I appreciate you for it if you do. That's my end of the agreement. There's a podcast every day at 7 a.m. Burp. Nasty. Your end of the agreement is the following. The first thing is you either follow this podcast or... or download this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, all that good stuff. The second thing is you can leave this podcast a five-star rating. If you do that, I would really, really love you forever. But if you want to leave it four stars, amen. No hard feelings. It is what it is. I'm growing as an individual. Ten episodes ago, if you left me a four-star, I would have not liked you. But it's cool, man. We can still be friends. Lastly, share this podcast with someone who is debating on what they're doing in college and whether or not it's for them. Share this podcast with that person. If you don't have that person, then just share this pod with someone who you feel like may get some sort of value out of this and can really understand why they're in college and what it is for and how it can benefit you or how it can lead you down a path that you're really not knowing where you're going. Ladies and gents, I appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Um, There's not a single day that goes by when I'm doing this that I'm not grateful for this opportunity. And I'm excited to keep this thing going. We're coming up on 30 days. I got to do something cool for 30 days, 31 days. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. But honestly, I might just talk about my journey and things that I've learned throughout this path. But yeah, stay tuned for that. I'll catch y'all tomorrow. I appreciate you guys so, so much. And I'll talk to y'all tomorrow. Later. Peace.